Well, hello, this is Cheryl Cook, and I am delighted for the first time to be recording our Partner Connection podcast live from Las Vegas at Dell Technologies World. And I'm thrilled to be joined by Peter Poulin, who's the CEO of GRC Cooling, an amazing technology company, and we're going to get into a wonderful conversation. So welcome, Peter. Glad to be here. Thank you for having me, Cheryl. So what do you think so far? We've had morning keynotes. This is an exciting place, as it is every year. I know. The energy is amazing. Well, hey, we've got our booth set up here, and I really wanted to dive in. So maybe share, just for our listeners, a little bit. Tell us about your company and kind of how your partnership with Dell is. Sure. So in a nutshell, what we do is we use liquid cooling to reduce the cost, complexity, and environmental impact of data centers. You know, there's a lot of big macro trends we're dealing with now. Applications like artificial intelligence, machine learning, virtual reality, these are all demanding more powerful servers. And of course, Intel AMD are happy to provide that, Dell's happy to provide that, but that equals more heat. And more heat equals a problem in the data centers. Air cooling just can't keep up with it anymore. And you combine that with this other trend that's going on, this emphasis on sustainability and actually reducing your carbon footprint you've got to find a more energy efficient way to cool your data centers. And then finally, data centers are moving more to the edge, pushing stuff out into environments that are often harsh and trying to protect those in air-cooled environments is very difficult. And that's largely what we do. Obviously we can cover high density applications. We can reduce the cooling cost by up to 90% and we can protect servers on the edge by immersing them in a dielectric coolant that protects them from the environment. Now we got really engaged with Dell because obviously the most important asset in the data center are the servers. The servers are what does the work. And if you don't have the support of an OEM server provider to warranty and support immersion cooling, a company like ours is not gonna be successful. So we joined forces with Dell and by far Dell has been the most collaborative and forward thinking of all the OEM server providers and driving this new technology into data centers. Well, I tell you, I love the partnership and I just love the innovation. And this whole conference is really about how we take big ideas into innovation. And I really wanna talk and hear a little bit more about a fabulous success story. So your company was very instrumental with a company called PhonePay and you helped them implement the first green data center in India, along with Unicom Engineering, another great partner of Dell's. So describe that journey for us with respect to how you joined forces with Unicom. I love the fact that it's multiple partners engaged to really help deliver an outcome for PhonePay. Tell us about your journey. Yeah, I mean, I think it really started with the Dell local team in India who believed in immersion cooling as a technology that could really create value for their customer, particularly PhonePay. Xavier Curian was the account leader there. And because of his strong relationship, the Dell trust relationship with PhonePay, we were actually able to move very, very quickly through the cycle. First thing we needed to do was to get NTT. NTT is the co-location provider for PhonePay to get them to support it. Once we got NTT supporting it, then we had to customize the solution to fit their specific site. Then we brought Vertiv in, another Dell partner, because while we're really great at capturing heat, you still need all of the power distribution 
and you need all of the outdoor heat rejection. So Vertiv was able to package all of that up. Perhaps the most important partner you mentioned earlier, Cheryl, was Unicom. Again, we talk about the servers being the most critical asset in the data centers. Unicom engineering are the ones that were able to prepare, do the engineering work so that the Dell servers could be immersed. There's modifications that need to be made to those servers and they were able to engineer those solutions, create a conversion kit or Tata, another Dell partner over there to do those conversions to nearly 4,000 servers on the phone pay site and get those deployed. So collectively, we were able to put a complete package together for PhonePay, completely turnkey, that Dell could present to PhonePay. PhonePay accepted that. And then of course, you know, the rest as they say is history. We've now got a very big data center in Mumbai, India, that is full of our GRC immersion technology, nearly 4,000 Dell servers that are also warranted, and the support for that warranty fulfillment is also being provided by Unicom. So a complete solution. We're delighted that Michael Dell was able to talk about that today at the Global Partner Summit. Uh, and Burzen Engineer, the, the lead player at PhonePay, also had two sessions where he took your audience through their success story. It's just a fantastic example of bringing the power of the partner ecosystem to life. And organically, everything is typically driven by the customer. And I love the green sustainability. It just feels good beyond just <laughs> driving profits. It's delivering on our purpose. And Dell is very committed. But I love the fact that you mentioned Tata Consulting, which is an advisory partnership with Dell. We've got NTT Data, which was a co-location. Certainly yourselves, as well as Unicom, are powerful OEM partners of Dell. So bringing it all together is really a fabulous expression mm -hmm. of what we think is going to continue to happen. None of us can do it alone. None, right? of, none of us can, of Cheryl. Us. Yeah, none absolutely. of us can. And I am glad you mentioned the whole notion of green and that sense of social responsibility, if you will. You know, our mission statement is to reduce the cost, complexity, and environmental impact of the world's digital infrastructure. And that's what attracts employees to our company, is they feel like it's a bigger mission than just making money. But when we think about the partnership, right, and what is it that makes it so special? I think the first thing we think about is risk reduction. Because when you're able to bring all of these partners together, none of us can do it alone. But if you can bring us all together with Dell's review of well-vetted partners that then marry all of these technologies together, it's taking risk out of the equation for customers that deploy those solutions that are part of that Dell partner ecosystem. I think another element that makes the OEM relationship so important is simply trust. We often say in our business that trust is the primary currency of the data center market. And certainly Dell has a lot of that. And with that trust comes a lot of market reach and access to customers, not just from a business development perspective, but those relationships of trust also enable us to engage those customers and get feedback from them on how we can continue enhance the value that we as an ecosystem bring to those customers. Well, it's really, like I said, it's bringing it to life. And I think time is a huge factor here as well, right? Because the power of bringing everybody together, time to value, time to revenue, time to solutioning, 
is frankly faster, right? Everybody can just lean on their strengths and deliver an outcome faster. So I'm really fascinated with your technology in general, this immersive cooling. So talk about, I mean, the sustainability piece is critical, Mm -hmm. but talk a little bit about that technology and why you think it's being adopted more by data center operators. Well, I think certainly sustainability is a big part of it but you simply can't cool servers anymore on the high end with air. You have to go to an alternative technology. And as we see more and more customers that are references, like some of the ones that we will see today, in addition to PhonePay doing a reference case, Texas Advanced Computer Center, who's using our technology, will do that as well. That gives customers a sense of this is mature technology and they can confidently move forward with it. But I think one of the biggest things is Historically, when we talked about sustainability, it's been an agenda for a long time. And I remember when I first started at this company, my chief revenue officer used to tell me, sustainability, really, Peter? He said, go to the top of any corporate website, go all the way to the right on the top nav bar, then go all the way to the bottom of that pull-down menu, and there you will find, I love the planet. And to a large extent, the words were there. Now people have can adopt it because we've addressed the biggest trade-off. Historically, customers had, or CFOs, chief financial officers, had to make a trade-off. They had to make a trade-off between, I can go sustainable, but it's probably going to cost me more, or I can go with conventional technology, it's not. Now, for the first time with these technologies, you can actually reduce your capital cost by deploying these more sustainable technologies, and then get all of the operational cost benefits of deploying. So it's good for the business, good for the company, and good for the planet, right? I mean, that's a win-win-win for sure. So maybe, what are some of the biggest misconceptions about immersion cooling? I think the biggest one we're running into now is there's a belief that single-phase immersion cooling, which is the technology we use, will reach some limits in terms of the heat density that it can support. You know, we're seeing Intel now introducing their Sapphire Rapids products, which have 350 watt processors. We've got AMD with Genoa processors at 400 watts. And there are some that are advocating that that's the end of the line for single phase. Won't be able to support beyond that. To believe that, you have to assume that the technology will never advance from its current state. I mean, look at air cooling. We've been optimizing air cooling for 30 years. Yeah right? And there are lots of levers we still have, right, with the cooling. Now, we've already tested 400-watt processors with lots of headroom, and we haven't even started to move some of those levers, like engineered heat sinks that are specific for immersion cooling, high-performance thermal interface materials, a variety of directed and targeted flow techniques, servers that are actually designed for immersion, removing impedances to flow, and the fluids themselves, more advanced fluids. We actually have a program, an ElectroSafe program, where we have six of the world's largest energy companies. I mean, these are giant names that you would all recognize, Shell, Total, Enios, that are designing fluids specifically for immersion, higher performance fluids. So none of these levers have been fully implemented. We do a lot of testing with Intel. We have a very strong partnership with Intel. They have a bunch of our stuff in their labs. Based on the testing we've been able to do and Intel's been able to do, it's clear we've got a path with 1,000-watt processors. Wow. So that's 
probably the biggest uh, one. Innovation by the very nature of this industry, we're always innovating, right? So Absolutely. you're so right. It's only going to continue to advance. So how old is your company? I'm fascinated with this technology. Well, I think this is one of the things when we talk about risk reduction, yeah, yeah. Um, the company's 14 years old. Yeah. We've been doing this for a long time. There's a lot of things we've learned that new entrants into the market, by the way, we're happy to see new entrants. It just reaffirms the value of the technology, but there's a lot of things that we call them the unknown unknowns. And so for our customers, we can take a lot of risk out of the deployment scenarios because We've deployed in 22 countries now. We've seen a lot, right? So the technology is very mature. And as a result of that, customers can deploy it with confidence. And we have plenty of references that will talk about how much they love our technology. So what I love is you're actually, like you said, it's mature and you're at scale. And if you're operating in 22 countries, so how fascinating. So what's the next big idea? Like, what are you most optimistic and excited about? Well, I think the thing I'm most optimistic about is eventually, right, we're going to see, just like Dell has introduced servers for other new cooling technologies that come right off their factory line, we're going to see that eventually for immersion, servers that are optimized for immersion. And when we do that, and when Dell does that, and I suspect Dell will lead the market in doing that, you're going to also be able to reduce the cost of the server itself because there's a lot of techniques, design techniques, R&D that goes into trying to cool these servers with air that create a lot of incremental costs. A lot of those costs just go away when you start thinking about, if I started from scratch in designing a server that was optimized for immersion cooling, I could take a lot of costs out of there and further improve the performance of that technology. Well, I think timing is everything. And in this business, even if you've got a mature technology, now it reduces costs, it's sustainable. And with all the things we're discussing at this conference, you talk about generative AI workloads and the compute intensive mm -hmm. type of workloads that are going to be deployed at the edge. This is a fabulous solution and alternative to be I'm, able to drive that. I'm glad you brought up the edge. We didn't really touch on that yet. What we're seeing from our telecom partners and a few other DOD kind of Department of Defense industries is as you start to deploy data centers into harsh environments, right? Imagine helicopters landing next to a data center in a sandy part of the world, okay? Or any other telecom that's putting lots of data centers out at the edge. They're exposed to harsh environments. And if the servers are exposed to those harsh environments, they're likely to be less reliable. Less reliable means more truck rolls for service, more cost of maintaining that equipment. A lot of folks now are interested in using immersion because by immersing those servers into that fluid, that dielectric fluid, you're eliminating its exposure to any airborne particulates, salt mist, humidity, oxidation. So it results in more reliable server technology, more reliable compute, and a lower cost of maintenance of that compute. You hear Michael sometimes say the edge is going to be bigger than the cloud because we ultimately are going to be deploying compute where the data is created, right? Exactly. And you're going to need it. And you just described a few unique examples that are going to be in what we call ruggedized environments, right? That's yeah. harsh conditions. Well, and you see for a lot of these AI applications, it's not just that they're in harsh environments, they also tend to be compute intensive. Because if you think about AI applications, you can't send all that data that you're collecting and gathering 
up to the cloud for analytics. The telecom cost associated with that starts to get extraordinary. If you can start to do more local processing on the edge and then send up just some subset of that data up to a master AI platform in the cloud, it's another way that you can reduce cost in deploying an edge infrastructure. Yeah, I love that. It's all about optimization, Absolutely. frankly, right? Absolutely. You know, deploy it, I always say, let's meet our customers where they are and meet the workloads and the data where it resides. Mm -hmm. Well, unbelievable, this is just fascinating. I appreciate you taking the time. So I am going to have to kind of wrap up with something I enjoy doing. And I love throwing a curveball here, but just share <laughs> for our listeners, what's a fun fact about Peter? Share something that might not be on your resume or your CV and we might not know. So um, are you familiar with Segway? Yes. The human transporter. Yeah. I was the first vice president of sales for Segway. Oh, that's awesome. And I joined them before the product was announced. It was the wildest, craziest ride I have ever been on. It's the first <laughs> time I really got out of the pure tech industry. The technology is unbelievable, quite frankly. The engineering team there was just unbelievable. The lead engineer, by the way, Doug Field, is now considered one of the most prominent principal lead engineers in the automated car, yeah. in the car industry. So you see him moving from Apple to Ford, whatever. It was an amazing experience, crazy experience. You know, ultimately it wasn't as successful as I think the founders hoped, but uh, it was a really cool experience. Another innovation, sure. right? How cool, you do still see them, like the security guys. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly, for sure. exactly. Well, hey, it's been a pleasure. I want to thank you for your partnership. I'm inspired by the work that you and your company do. And I love the success story that you were able to share with us. So thanks so much for being well, here. Well, thank you. We couldn't do it, Cheryl, without you and the rest of the OEM and partner ecosystem at Dell. So thank you. Well, it's fabulous. I appreciate it. Well, that's a wrap for our first live broadcast here at Dell Technologies World. So make sure to tune in, listen. We're going to be broadcasting here for the rest of the week. Thank you so much for Peter. And that's a wrap. Thanks so much.